Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Recloseted Radio. In our last episode, in episode 82, I talked about the mindset that you need to adopt in order to successfully scale your brand. And if you haven't already listened to that episode, make sure you go back and take a listen. It was a pretty good one and we got quite a few DMs about it actually, so I'm glad all of you liked it. And at the end of the last episode, I did mention that there comes a time in business where yes, your strategy and your execution is important as it always is, but you as a founder, your mindset is actually equally important. Because if you don't master your mindset, you might subconsciously sabotage yourself And that's actually what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Self-sabotage, if you've never heard of this term before, it just essentially sounds like what it is. You yourself are sabotaging your own success, either on purpose or without even realizing it. And I think the part that is the scariest is the subconscious piece, because there are so many subconscious thoughts we have every single day. And you really want to make sure that you're not subconsciously limiting yourself or subconsciously holding yourself back and not allowing yourself to recognize your full potential. And I talked about it a little bit in the last episode, but I'm going to talk about it again because it is important to address. But from an evolutionary perspective, our brain is hardwired to protect us and keep us alive. That's why fear and the fight-or-flight response system still exists and it's still useful for us in today's society. Right, because I talked about this in the last episode, but if you are hiking alone in the woods, it's good to have a healthy amount of fear so that you're alert and you can keep yourself safe. But when it comes to scaling your business, it may not be very helpful to have a paralyzing amount of fear so much so that you decide not to do it or you decide to play it safe and you self-sabotage all the things that will actually take you to the next level. And to ensure that you stop self-sabotaging yourself and preventing yourself from reaching your full potential, the first step that I did that was really helpful for me was to jot down every single limiting belief or every single thing that I thought was true And I started out with some of the things that were very top of mind, some of the things that were more conscious for me. And then I started to journal and meditate and walk outside in nature to really try to get quiet and uncover those subconscious things as well. I also found it really helpful to go through therapy and just be more self-aware of what I am doing and why I make the decisions I make. And I think a lot of it has to come with childhood stuff and just how we were brought up and maybe how we were conditioned over the years. And I know therapy may not be accessible to everyone, so that's why I also recommend just journaling, walking outside in nature, sitting with yourself, and just really getting quiet and reflecting 
and thinking about why it is you do what you do so that you are more self-aware. And this is really important to uncover all of these limiting beliefs because sometimes it can allow you to act in a way that can be counterintuitive to what you actually need to grow and scale. And I know that might be a little bit confusing, so I'm actually going to share a personal example with you in order to really showcase why it's so important to work on all of your limiting beliefs and to make them conscious so that you can deal with them and work on them. So for me, one of my beliefs that has been instilled from me from a very young age is the fact that you have to work hard in order to be successful. And while that belief, the fact that, you know, you have to work hard in order to achieve success can be true to a degree, because obviously you can't just go on a million vacations and then just think that magically you're going to get to your goals. There's a level of work you need to put into it. But the belief that I had was the fact that you needed to work hard 24-7, you needed to be working down to the wire. If you weren't stressed out and overwhelmed all the time, then you weren't doing things right. And it was a belief that was instilled from me from a really young age because I have immigrant parents that have given up a lot in order to, to give me the life that they wanted. And of course, I'm super grateful, but both of my parents worked really hard. And so from a very young age, I saw their work ethic and I really was told that you needed to work hard in order to succeed. And so this is something that I've been told from a very young age. And so now, fast forward to where I am now, where I'm running a business, and I have this belief that I need to work really, really hard in order to succeed. And yes, it's important for me to put in the work. Actually, what is more useful for me is to actually work smarter and not harder. And if you have listened to quite a few Recloseted Radio episodes, you'll know that I'm quite transparent with the fact that I used to burn out a lot. I mean, we had my mindset coach Helen on, I think it was episode 65, but make sure you go back and listen if you haven't already. But burnout was a big part of my entrepreneurial journey. I also was just always stressed out and always anxious if I wasn't working. And that was just such a bad space for me to be in because if I'm burnt out all the time, if I'm stressed out all the time, and if I'm overwhelmed and exhausted, I'm in no headspace to make sane, rational business decisions that I need to be making in order to scale recloseted. And so that's an example of a limiting belief that was pretty subconscious for me. But as I started to realize why I was working so much or why I was putting so much pressure on myself or why I was continuously burning out, it really stemmed from this fact that I truly believed that I had to work hard to be successful and that wasn't helpful for me anymore. And so I started to work to unwire that with my mindset coach and it was such a game changer. And that's why in our Conscious Appeal Accelerator program or our CAA program, we actually teach about mindset and I actually bring in Helen, my mindset coach, to teach lessons and also train our participants because this is something that is so important. And if you haven't heard about CAA before, it's our comprehensive program that scales sustainable fashion brands. We teach you all of the sales, all the marketing and all of the team building and foundational items you need on the business side. But we also bring in experts like Helen, who's a mindset expert, to set you up for success. 
The program is currently not open yet. We're going to be launching and opening doors again in September. So we're super excited. But again, like it just comes back to the fact that mindset is so important. And that limiting belief of working hard was just one of the limiting beliefs I had. There were so many others as well. And once I started to unwire them and be aware of them, I could be more conscious and make more rational business decisions that really helped me scale Recloseted. Another item that we really focus on in CAA when it comes to the mindset piece is money mindset. I think that money mindset is something everyone should be really working on because money can be a very taboo thing in our society. And even growing up, there's things that we're told like the fact that money doesn't grow on trees or that you need to work really, really hard in order to get money. Or even just the fact that we're not supposed to talk about what our salaries are or how much we're making. Like there's a lot of tabooness around money. And so there's no wonder that a lot of us struggle with our money mindset. And the reason why I'm bringing up money mindset is because I've found that a lot of slow fashion founders don't have a good money mindset. And that can be really crippling as a business owner because If you either are avoidant about money and you stick your head in the sand and you don't look at your financials, that can be super detrimental to you. Or on the other hand, if you feel like money is really, really hard to come by and you should penny pinch and you shouldn't be spending money, then maybe you as a business owner, you're not investing in things that you need to be investing in to scale and grow your business and you're actually hindering your growth because of your money mindset. There's all these different layers and all these different possibilities, but I'm just scratching the surface and I'm just bringing this up so that you can really think about your money mindset and think about your relationship with money and just personally what that looks like, but also as a founder, how does that affect you and your business as well? All this to say, there's a lot of layers and there's years and years of beliefs that we have built up. And the first step you really need to take is to really get them all down on paper and try to make it conscious as much as possible. That's step one. You need to have that self-awareness. And once you're conscious about all of those limiting beliefs, the next step is to actively work towards rewiring that in your brain so that you can get over that limiting belief. And in order to do that, you likely will need help. And that's why we offer those mindset coaching services in our CAA program. And of course, you can work through that with a therapist or even your own mindset coach. But make sure you are getting some help with it because this is years and years worth of beliefs and it's not going to happen overnight. So just that support and guidance can be really helpful for you. One of the things that was also helpful in order to help me rewire was obviously working with my mindset coach, but also just starting to think about the opposite of what I had believed. So for example, in my limiting belief of believing that I had to work hard in order to be successful, I started to challenge myself to work less and be more quote unquote lazy in my eyes and see if I could still be successful. And I would put this on post-it notes like work less, work smarter, and just have it everywhere so I would see it more and get it more into my consciousness. And lo and behold, I have probably worked the least I have ever worked for the last quarter. 
and we've actually been the most successful we've ever been. So it's really interesting and it's starting to shift that belief for me. And so again, like the first step is to make it conscious. The second step is to get the help in order you need to rewire it. And then I would say just continually reinforce the opposite or the ideal belief that you want to adapt. All this to say, remember that in order to grow and turn into an improved version of yourself as an entrepreneur so that you can get to the next level, you need to really be able to turn into that person. And so it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be sticky. And if you think back to when you first launched your business, it was likely the same thing. You needed to have the courage in order to start and also have the belief in yourself that you would succeed or you would be able to achieve your goals. So in summary, it's important to acknowledge that we may be subconsciously limiting our own success and not reaching our full potential by turning away opportunities, not seeking out certain changes, etc. And the first step to combating this is to write everything down and get all of those subconscious things and those conscious things down on paper so that you can stare them in the eye and see what you're working with. Again, some of the suggestions I have in order to do that is to journal, is to meditate, go through therapy, whatever it takes for you to get quiet and really look intrinsically and look within. The next thing is once those main limiting beliefs are out in the open and you can stare at them and you are aware of them, you can start to actively work on them. This can look like rewiring through some help and through some support like our CAA program or with therapy. And then you also want to start to think about these beliefs differently. So like I talked about either the opposite and or an ideal belief. I also just wanted to close off this episode with a bit of a motivational spiel, if you will. I really do believe in you because I know that you genuinely want to make a positive impact on the world. And so stop self-sabotaging your own success because we need you to be successful and we need better choices in terms of our clothing and just even in terms of the environmental impacts that some of the businesses have. If you go back and listen to our last few scaling episodes, you'll know that I strongly believe that as sustainable and as conscious brands scale, they are able to help the economy in terms of sustainability in general because you have more capital to invest in paying living wages and you have more capital to support eco-friendly mills and you have more capital to hire people that also want to make a difference. And so don't self-sabotage your success I think it's so important to believe in yourself, be self-aware, and just make sure that you are growing and stepping into the founder that you need to be to get to the next level. So I just wanted to say that you got this. I am 100% cheering you on. The rest of our recloseted team is as well. And I wanted to say that we also do have a free resource for you. So if you want some support in your journey to scale your brand and increase your sales, make sure you download our free step-by-step blueprint that we created to help you do just that. You can download it for free at www.recloset.com sales. And the link will be in the show notes as well for you. This is an ebook and a workbook that will support you on your journey to take your brand to the next level. 
and it will also put you on the wait list for our CAA program, so you will be the first to know when doors open again in September. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded and it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.